you ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Germany, New Zealand, and the United Kingdom, and in the states of Hawaii, Maryland, and Montana, and to all of you for helping us reach a high of 195,000 listeners, because you keep listening up, Lift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top show here on Voice America, the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio. In addition to our amazing guests, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story, in the name of an archangel or guide to help you grow and heal personally, professionally, and spiritually. To open your spiritual awareness and absorb the information in today's show at a higher level of consciousness, I encourage you to say this with me. I am a peaceful soul. I am a being of light. And now for your tip of the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine and through that love, you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is ask yourself, will this bring me joy? This is a good question to ask when you're ready for the deepest level of positive experiences. On an unconscious level, we can block ourselves from wanting something that will bring us joy because we're so used to depriving ourselves or because we don't believe we are deserving. This question will take your life to a new level. At a deep unconscious level, most of us believe that life must be full of struggle and hard work. We are allowed moments of joy or happiness, but they're fleeting. If your mind is rejecting this, think back to the Puritans. Life was hard work and pleasure was not allowed. Then look at your own family. How much time was there for dance, music, laughter, playing, walks in nature, just sitting and relaxing? Most of us come from homes where parents had to work hard to put food on the table, clothes on our backs, and a roof over our heads. They worked at jobs or tasks that had to be done without any thoughts about what would give them pleasure. My father sold life insurance because they were willing to hire him. He wanted to go to college, but he had to quit to help support his parents and younger siblings. My mother didn't want have a washing machine or dishwasher or microwave meals to make her child-rearing years easier. 
My son was told that if he wanted to get an A in history, he had to answer the homework questions, even though he got A's on all his tests without doing the boring homework his teacher assigned. These kinds of experiences teach us that there's no room or time for joy and happiness. We must follow our elders and suffer through life. We can, however, choose differently. We can decide to find work, people, and activities that bring us joy. We can choose to make time for creative endeavors, for pleasure, for self-care, and for what brings us fulfillment and happiness. As a character in a movie I saw recently said, do you love what you're doing? If not, find what you do love enough that you would do it for free. There's a lot of wisdom in those words. More people are starting to have extraordinary experiences and access higher dimensions because we're shifting from fear-based third-dimension Earth to love-based fourth and fifth dimensions. Living in the higher dimensions is knowing we are always supported through love. We are constantly being sent messages from the spiritual realm to help us. Often birds, animals, reptiles, and insects are the bringers of those messages. Recently, I've been talking about the green anole as a messenger to help bring in a new foundation of peace and balance into the home through drawing strong boundaries, releasing negative memories, and and not allowing other people to destroy our joy and peace. A couple of weeks ago, one appeared several times, sending me a strong message by flaring his red throat. After doing some deep work to discover who was invading my territory, I discovered the sources of my distress set better boundaries, and took decisive actions to correct the problems. This week, the green anole appeared in surprising ways to let me know that I had succeeded. The first visit was on Monday when he walked across my car window, stopped for several seconds, and looked directly at me eye to eye without flaring his throat. He then proceeded to walk to the front of my car and disappear. This was a totally new kind of encounter. A green anole had never done this before with me. The next day, as if to make sure that I got the message, another green anole walked right in front of me, causing me to stop so I didn't step on him. I was very grateful and delighted with how comfortable they felt getting so close to me to deliver their clear intentional message. Later this week, I had some profound experiences with a butterfly. Dewan Washington channeled that I would be getting a butterfly as a new spirit guide. I was excited for this unsolicited confirmation because I had noticed a butterfly circling around me for the last several days, even landing on my foot at one point. Yesterday, it sat still for at least 30 minutes, looking straight at me from a few feet away. Today, it came to where I was sitting and stayed with me for an extended period, including sitting on my toe motionless for several minutes. Butterflies always make me happy. They're traditional symbols of transformation and bring color and joy with them. They remind us that change does not have to be difficult. We can allow the process of change to be joyful.
choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of uplift your life nourishment of the spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. My show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose love over fear and live the true values of 2022, acceptance, compassion, kindness, diplomacy, harmony, balance, and peace, as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go, we open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. We discover peace by staying in the moment. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Becky Morrison who will join us to talk later about how to become happier starting right now. After our episode last week with Elka Schultz, I received the following email from Megan. I have anxiety and in very stressful situations, panic attacks. And your interview with Elka provided a lot of new information that I had never heard before. The practice of drinking water immediately upon waking to reduce dehydration and potentially reduce anxiety is amazing. I have never associated substances and chemicals as having an impact on my anxiety. I will certainly be more aware of how I'm feeling and what I may have consumed as a contributor to my anxiety. I'm going to order Elka's book, and I'm excited to learn more about the 11 different places that anxiety comes from and how to manage each. Thank you. You're welcome, Megan, and thank you for being such a committed listener and committed to your own health and well-being. If you missed this episode or any others and want to the or you may want to listen to this one again i encourage you to click on the episode link on this page for more on healing anxiety please listen to some of my previous shows like november 18 2021 with courtney marchesani embrace being sensitive four gifts heal anxiety and thrive July 30, 2020, with Christopher Macklin, Centering the Mind, Healing Stress, Anxiety, Depression, ADD, OCD, and PTSD, and March 14, 2019, with Lee McCormick, Harness the Heart's Ability to Heal Anxiety, Depression, and Trauma. Listen on demand to these shows, ones you missed and those you want to hear again. Listen when it fits your schedule or when you need healing, hope, comfort, or inspiration, which we all need. Just know I'm here for you even in the middle of the night. For added value, read my blog titled From Anxiety and Panic Attacks to Peace, posted in January 2020, which provides several effective techniques to help you achieve peace. Here's an excerpt. 
Everything vibrates at its own frequency. Lower frequencies include fear, anxiety, and panic. Higher frequencies are ones of love, peace, and gratitude. When we bring our thoughts and feelings to love or gratitude, we replace our anxiety with peace. One technique to use is taking a walk in nature and feel the love from the plants, trees, birds, and all of nature filling you and caressing you. Even using a screensaver of nature will reduce your stress by 10%. To read the whole blog, excuse me, (coughs) or any of my others, please go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com. Also check out my YouTube channel with 68 videos, including my video titled Dissolving Fear and Anxiety Workshop, which explains that 90% of our self-talk is negative. As we let go of worry, we can see the good in our lives and how we need each experience as training to live out our purpose. Because of the pandemic, climate change, social injustice, mass shootings, war in the Ukraine, threat of nuclear war, we are all living with fear and anxiety. If we stay stuck in fear and anxiety, we make matters worse by adding to the chaos and negativity in the world. Instead of feeling helpless, know that you can create peace in the world by increasing your own vibration. Your higher vibration will touch everyone you encounter and then everyone they encounter and so on. We are the point of change. Heal yourself and you heal the world. This is the concept of oneness. We are all connected. We will be doing two techniques every week until there is peace to help increase your vibration and that of the Ukraine. Let's send love and protection to ourselves and to the Ukraine now. Imagine a big big pink heart like a balloon surrounding yourself. Then see another one surrounding the Ukraine and all of its inhabitants. This is the universal pink heart of love, and it was infused by the divine with love. Allow yourself to see it, feel it, and or just know it's there. Instead of obsessively checking the news and increasing your fear and anxiety, do this simple technique every time you think about the Ukraine. Please share this technique with friends, relatives, colleagues, neighbors on social media, and do it at home with your children. Love is the great healer. You can also surround others with the universal pink heart of love anytime they need protection or love. The second technique is my affirmation to help release fear and anxiety and create inner peace. Say it with me now. Peace in my mind peace in my body, peace in my spirit, peace in my soul. I repeat it like a mantra when I'm taking a walk, standing in a line, sitting in the dentist chair, falling asleep. If I wake up in the middle of the night or go into fear or anxiety about the Ukraine or anything else, let's do it one more time. Peace in my mind, peace in my body, peace in my spirit, peace in my soul. Now for my silver lining story. One of my clients was sent to an expensive college her parents chose for her to pursue the career they chose for her. When she wanted to break free and follow her passion, the person she went to for help told her she'd never succeed. 
Then she came to me and has been healing from abuse while training to enter her chosen career. She has received high praise and encouragement from some of the top teachers in the field. Recently, as she was trying to master a very complex technique that most highly successful people in her field would never even attempt, her teacher said she'd never be able to do it. When she finished the lesson, she was devastated, hurt, and discouraged. Then she got angry and turned that anger into productive action. She picked up her instrument and on her own mastered, mastered the technique in 30 minutes. She has healed enough to decide that no one is going to steal her joy ever again. No one is going to dictate what she can and can't do. She used her teacher's cruelty to choose to believe in herself, to believe in her passion, and to propel herself forward in her healing and in her chosen career. Within a week, she found a teacher who believes in her, comes from a line of highly regarded teachers, and is helping her actualize her dreams through teaching, not intimidation and abuse. Our guest, Rebecca Morrison, was a happily married mom and lawyer with a a two-decade career in big law and finance, yet she felt something was missing. That feeling led her on a quest to figure out whether it was possible to be both successful and happy. Now a happiness coach and author of The Happiness Recipe, a powerful guide to living what matters, Rebecca helps successful but unsatisfied high achievers find their happiness recipe so they can live happier, lead happier, and build happy businesses. Rebecca is a graduate of Wellesley College and Georgetown Law. She is also a UC Berkeley Executive Coaching Institute Certified Executive Coach. You're listening to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. And Mother Teresa said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to drpaulajoyce.com or click on the link on this page to follow us on social media, and I'll send uplifting messages between shows. While on my website, learn more about my two on-demand guided meditation videos on discovering your past lives and awakening your inner angelic light body. Participate at your convenience from anywhere in the world or contact me to schedule a video speech or workshop for your business or community. Your question for today is, does what you do bring you joy? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Becky Morrison to talk about how to become happier starting right now. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. 
Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. 3469141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners. As a top show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to help sponsor the show, make a donation or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaula at drpaulajoyce.com. I love you and value what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you thought about what brings you joy. I'm so grateful to welcome Becky Morrison, who's here to discuss how to become happier starting right now. Welcome, Becky. Doctor. Oh, sorry. Thanks, Dr. No, go, go ahead. <laughs> I'm excited to be here, and I'm excited to have this conversation about happiness and joy and, and positive emotion. Um, I think listening to your last segment, you highlighted how important it is to be able to tap into these emotions, especially right now when there's so much opportunity to fall into fear and anxiety. And I'm sorry for cutting you off. We're going to work on that. Oh, no, it's it's hard with the radio show, and this is live, so that's just natural. <laughs> it happens, and I've learned to just laugh with it and decide that maybe I needed a little bit of laughter to get, to get us going. <laughs> so it's, it's all good. I don't worry about any of that. Um, so I'm just grateful to have you and, and for you to, to share um, – your experience at what you've learned and and to help us grow and to um, learn to be happier because we've learned to be miserable and we can stop that and learn to be happier. So please share with us 
uh, your journey? Yeah, I mean, so I think you covered the the sort of resume parts of my journey in your introduction, but what you don't see on anyone's resume, right, is their emotional experience of that journey. And so my journey to sort of untangling happiness for myself um, started really, I mean, I could go all the way back to my childhood, but but as an adult started when one evening I found myself um, on the floor of the bathroom. At this point, I had a toddler. My husband was working in counterterrorism, and I was um, working as a litigator at a big law firm in Washington, D.C. And I found myself sitting on the floor of the bathroom around 8.30 one evening with my toddler daughter in the bathtub, and the cordless phone, because this was now 16 years ago, um, clicked to the back of my pants, and uh, the toilet seat down with the notebook on top and paper spread all around me. And I was doing two things. I was bathing my toddler and I was on a conference call preparing an expert for their upcoming testimony. And in that moment, I had two thoughts in quick succession. And the first thought was, who says you can't do it all? Like, I'm here, I'm a mom, I'm with my toddler, I'm doing this work, I'm successful, I'm on, at a big firm earning good money on partnership track. Like, who says you can't, you can't have it all? And my second thought, without almost missing a breath, was, and I'm exhausted, and I'm not sure this is sustainable, and most sort of scarily to me at the time was, I'm not sure that I'm really enjoying being a lawyer. Even though I'm good at it, I'm not sure it's making me happy. And that moment sort of set off um, a chain of inquiry into, you know, getting out of this path of checking all the boxes and doing all the things that I thought I should do. And beginning to introduce into the thinking some consideration of what I actually wanted to do, what actually mattered to me. It sounds like your guides were, you know, helping you to wake up um, so that you could help the rest of us wake up. Because it, it, it is, especially as a woman, we're the, if we have children, we're the... Um, we're the nurturer, regardless of who, if, if, even if there's a stay-at-home husband or father, the, the, the woman is um, just by nature, by our DNA, um, carry the emotions. And so it's a, um, it's a lot to manage a career that is pulling all our attention and then to also have a family and, you know, the feminist movement taught us we could do everything at the same time, but they never talked about happiness, relaxation, how draining it would be to do all of that. So I understand completely what you're talking about. And so I'm so grateful that you learned that lesson way before I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would love to say that I took that bathroom moment and listened to the whispers. It was just the beginning. And there were a couple of things that I, I don't need to go into a ton of detail here, but, but you can read about more in my book that really were like the wax over the head that got me to wake up and truly tune into um, the conversation with myself about what mattered most to me, what my top priority in that season of my life would be, how I could um, choose work that was a better fit for my life at the time, and also how I could um, look for opportunities both at work and at home to to have more joy, more happiness, more playfulness, more contentment, more peace. 
So how how exactly did you do that? What what does that look like? Because you know, if I'm drawing a certain salary that my uh, family is depending on, and I mean, I remember how upset my ex was when I quit work because I said, I I I will not do this anymore. I'm going to wind up in a hospital. Um, and and so when when your income is necessary. How how do you make those changes? How do you do that self-examination and take that leap? So what I did at the time is very different than what I would do if I had it to do over again, knowing what I know now. So I'm going to talk about a, both a little bit. So what I did at the time is what a lot of us do when we find ourselves in that situation. I said, oh, the issue is I have, <clears throat> excuse me, not enough control over my schedule. I need more time to be a more present parent. That's what my top priority is. Mom first, I still want to work outside the home, but I need to find a way to have a job that is more contained. And that's not a wrong step, but what I didn't do is the full analysis of really what mattered most to me, what was my North Star, what was my guiding principle, how could I, what are my, what were my full list of options to live in a way that was aligned with that? I just tried to solve for that one variable schedule. And so I went and got a job <clears throat> still in law firms, but at a large law firm in a sort of admin um, legal hybrid role where I had a way more schedule flexibility. Now, it turned out to be the right move for me for a variety of other reasons, but I had not done a full consideration and very easily could have landed somewhere where I solved my schedule problem, but created other problems because I hadn't looked with a wide enough lens. And so now when I work with people on this same question, the first thing that we change is not any major circumstance. We don't flip your life upside down to find more happiness. We actually look for ways for you to have more happiness or more positive emotional experiences in your life today. You started the show with a question, will this bring me joy? And I'd like to offer a second question, and this addresses sort of the, the messy middle of our lives. All the things that we're doing every day without thoughtfulness and without intention, I would love, us if we, love it if we were asking ourselves, how can this bring me joy? So I have to, for, for example, I have two golden retrievers. I have to walk them multiple times a day or let them out at a minimum multiple times a day. And I can do that. And then I can be standing there spinning through in my head thoughts about work or worry about the world or, you know, worry about my family. Or I can choose to look for the joy in that moment. I can choose to feel the sun on my face. I can choose to laugh at the silly things that my dogs are doing because I don't know if you know Golden Retrievers, but they are almost always yes. doing something that will put a smile on your face. And so there's this messy middle land where we can actually take our current lives and begin looking for the joy that we already have access to. And then from that platform of more positive emotional experience and more joy, then we can architect the next step that solves the bigger equation. I love that. It's it's being in the moment and really being aware of your surroundings, um, finding something, whether it's talking to your dog, singing a song, you know, connecting with nature, whatever it is, there's always something that we can do to ground us in the moment and to find joy if we allow ourselves to do that, but if we're stuck in negative thoughts, which most of us are, how, how, yep. how do we make that shift? I think, I mean, I think you're, 
things like having just the simple questions that, that now together we've asked in this show is one way to begin to make that shift, right? It's one way to sort of bring a level of thoughtfulness to a situation that you wouldn't have otherwise brought. I mean, I even think about it, you know, so my kids are older now. I told you I had a toddler in the bathtub um, 16 years ago. She's an 18-year-old high school senior this year. And then I have a son now who's 14. And um, for those who've parented middle schoolers, you know that much of your life is spent driving, right? Right. And even that activity, I can choose to make that fun or I can choose to make that, oh, my gosh, now I have to go pick him up from a late practice. You know, it's, it's, some of it is just recognizing, you know, you could sit down and make a list or take a look at what you're going to do for the next 24 hours, all the things that you have to do. You could literally sit down and write them out. And I would encourage you to write them, not just think about them, because we forget um, the little things that take our time. And then you could look at that list and you could say, where, where, what could I reclaim as a moment of joy? Where is an opportunity to do something fun? Could I put on my favorite music when I have to go pick up my son? Could I listen to a podcast or a radio show and learn something during that time? Could I um, call a friend, make a connection, call a family member, invite my daughter to ride with me while I come pick up my son and catch up on her day? I mean, there's lots of opportunities that we just don't look for in the things that we quote unquote have to do. So we can look at what are we dreading and or not enjoying mm-hmm. or what's on our have to should must list that really has to be on that list that we don't have a choice about and then how can we make it fun i think we can also ask how do i remove some of those have to shoulds that maybe aren't real have tos yeah thank you for saying that i mean so you know in my book the happiness recipe i talk about what I think is a very simple in statement formula for maximum happiness. And that's do more of what matters to you and less of the rest. And the reality is the less of the rest is, is the part of that equation that we dismiss most often. But in my mind, it's actually one of the most important parts of that formula, that recipe, that equation is figuring out what you can let go of, what you can get rid of, what you can say no to, what you can move to a different season of your life, what isn't really serving you, um, what isn't really necessary. And those are hard um, conversations to have sometimes with ourselves because there's a lot that we believe we have to do that we really don't have, have to, right? It, what, yes. what, what stops us from saying no is the guilt or fear we have around making a choice that looks different than we think it quote unquote should. Yes. And it's all often worry about what will other people think um, and, and concern that we might disappoint somebody else or they may think less of us. Um, And, and so it's putting ourselves and our own needs and desires last and and that everybody else counts more than we do. And at some point, we have to say, if there's nothing left, if the well is empty, I have nothing to give. And so yep. I do count. Yeah. And it's ironic because if somebody, a friend, a close, you know, a family member, somebody we cared about came to us and said, hey, I can't, I can't come to this event because I need rest or I have to work on this high, you know, this, this thing that is the highest priority to me or my family needs my attention. I think most of us in most instances 
would be absolutely thrilled to allow that person that space and that freedom. And yet we are so hesitant to ask for that. And I think it's, you know, it's almost become to the point where when somebody tells me no, I thank them for telling me no. I thank them for honoring what matters most to them because it's such an important part of the happiness recipe. It's such an important part of, you know, of finding ways to align our lives with what matters to us that I think it deserves like celebration and recognition. I love that. And I want to thank you for doing that because when I started taking out the have-tos that were draining me and not bringing me joy, people did not say thank you. <laughs> it was I mean, the opposite. Enough, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and it's, it's really hard. So, you know, let's talk more about the happiness recipe and how we can um, bring more um, light and love and joy and happiness into our lives after the break. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. You receive the information on our shows, important information from each show, and the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process for my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, Healing at deep levels and getting what you truly want in life. This process was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align and integrate their conscious and unconscious mind, their heart and mind, their right and left brain, and move forward with more ease and speed. They change from the inside out creating lasting change and self-empowerment. During the commercials, please think about what you can do to bring more joy and happiness into your life. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Becky Morrison to talk more about how to become happier, starting right now. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You 
are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope you thought about what you can do to bring more joy and happiness into your life. Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Angel Josiah can help you. I'm so thankful we're here with Becky Morrison talking about how to become happier starting right now. Um, You know, Becky, we were talking um, during the break how this is a process and it's not just like we wake up and say, okay, I'm going to be happy today. What what are some of the gaps? What are some of the things that people need to know as they embark on this journey? Yeah. And so what I kind of observed in my own life and as I've worked with people through this process is there's sort of three categories of things that need exploration or can get in our way when we're trying to execute on that recipe for maximum happiness, that do more of what matters to you and less of the rest. And I call them the um, authenticity gap, the emotional energy gap, and the physical energy gap. But you could think of them as the no believe, and do gaps. And so authenticity is, do you actually have an understanding of what matters most to you, of where your joy comes from, of what is taking up your time, what your life looks like, and what might be available to you to cut or to reclaim space? And the middle gap, the emotional energy gap, the believe gap is really what, what we would think of as the mindset gap. And it's the gap that gets skipped a lot because we like to go right from knowing what we want to having it. But what we fail to take into account is do we have the right or supportive beliefs and feelings to get us there? Do we have an understanding of the role our nervous system might play in stopping us from getting there or putting us back where we were? Um, And then, of course, the last gap is the do gap. Are we really living in alignment, acting in alignment with what matters most to us? Are Are we saying no? Are we setting boundaries? Are we celebrating our successes? And so I really like to think about those gaps as sort of a process, but also a little bit iterative, right? It often is the case that over life, it changes. What you know about what matters most to you might be different from season to season. Um, New beliefs might pop up, new mindset issues might pop up that you hadn't anticipated. And so it's about having tools in all of those areas so that you can continue to um, live in alignment with that recipe. Um, I I love that you talked about the the shifts because it does change um, and how we respond to what is our um, top priorities also changes. Um, and and uh, like during, we were talking about setting boundaries is one of the important things, learning to say no. Um, that changes over time, how we say no, uh, um, what we say no to. And sometimes we think we're saying no, but we don't say it in the right way because of where we are in our personal growth and development. And so maybe a couple years later, something similar comes up and we do it completely differently because we're different. So there's this, um, 
change process. So, yeah, um, go ahead and, and, and talk to us um, a, a little bit more about what comes next. Well, in terms of what comes next, I mean, I think, um, so there's a couple of concepts that I find really important, and you've hit on one of them just in, in talking about that evolution. And it's this notion that our life is a series of, of seasons. And I come from a, or, or I live in a, sports family. My husband is a basketball coach. He was in counterterrorism, but now he coaches basketball full time. Um, and I have two kids who are very athletic. So I think about seasons as our current playing field. And we might be playing on different playing fields at various times in our lives, but it's important to understand what playing field we're on, where are the boundaries, the edges of that playing field, and what are the rules of the game when we're playing here. And recognizing when your season changes can be critically important to your happiness. Oftentimes when I sit down with somebody to talk about where they are, one of the first things we figure out that is going on is that they are trying to play the, the, an old game on a new field. You know, that really the, the circumstances, the rules, the edges have shifted so meaningfully, but their priorities, their actions, their beliefs have not caught up to the reality of their current season. Oh, I love that. Um, and and um, so, and, and you talk about the edges of our comfort zone and how that can be stretched. Yep. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that gets us right into that sort of middle mindset gap, right? When, when you're, you know, comfort zone is called comfort zone for a reason because it's comfortable. But what we're really talking about when we talk about that, I think, is the fact that our nervous system at a very primitive level is designed, one of its functions, one of its primary roles is to keep us safe, right? That's where we hear about fight or flight response. And um, comfortable doesn't necessarily uh, calculate for the benefits that might live on the other side of change. It just looks at change and says, I know how to keep us safe where we are today. I don't know how to keep us safe over there because I've never been there. I would prefer that we stay where we are today because I can fulfill my function of keeping us safe here. And I know that I can. And so that's, I mean, at a very uh, probably oversimplified level, that is what our nervous system is doing when we are facing change. And so we have to go kind of into uncomfortable spaces often when we are navigating change. And we need to start to view that discomfort, not as a bad thing, but as an expected thing, as something that is required to change our current circumstances, our current situation. And we can do it by, um, I mean, I use the analogy of a swimming pool, for instance. We don't have to dive off the high diving board. We can wade in <laughs> through, you know, the right. three feet water one step at a time um, in order not to scare ourselves because sometimes if it's too much, then we can have a counter response that throws us back to where we were um, because of the fear. Yeah, go ahead. That's a hundred percent. No, I was just saying you're 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 right on. I think it is about doing it in um, size that you can manage and that you can continue to take steps to regulate your nervous system as you take each step deeper into that water. And you talked about some of those things. Um, in the introduction or in the first segment, when you talked about ways to manage your fear and anxiety, what you were really talking about there 
is ways to regulate your nervous system, ways to shift back into a calm state, a regulated state from an elevated fight or flight or triggered state. And you can do that each step you take. And the more you do that, the more you develop that um, flexibility in your nervous system to take bigger and bigger steps because you're showing yourself that you can manage yourself, your own system through that change. Yes, and and I've also discovered that one of my character traits was loyalty um, when it often wasn't deserved or loyalty past the point where it was good for me. Um, and and yep. the reason that I quit my job was that they changed my boss um, and and moved me when my boss retired. They moved me under someone else without asking me. And I knew I saw what my life would be under her. And I thought, there's just no way I'm not going to do all her work. And so she can get the credit and I can, you know, have no time or control over my life. Um, and yeah. so I was forced, my point is I was forced out, um, or I made the choice to allow myself to be forced out because I wasn't willing to live with those circumstances. So sometimes we get pushed in a direction when our time is up and, and the universe is saying, if you want to grow, move on. And I'm saying, no, but I'm loyal. And they're saying, Better pay attention. <laughs> this is not good for you. <laughs> yeah, it's that two pushed. by four you talked about. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I've been pushed off a cliff, a cliff or two in my in my um, my life too, where it's like I think I might want this change. I think I might want this change, but I'm not bold enough to take the step. And then before I know it, I have no choice but to take the step. Um, and it's always always worked out for the best in the end, but that doesn't make it necessarily feel um, less scary in the moment. Exactly. But what I also learned was that when I refused, when I dug my feet in and said, no, I'm not going to listen because this is too scary, it, it just got untenable where eventually I had to say, okay, I give up, <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. and so learning to listen to that whisper before we mm -hmm. get the tap on the shoulder or the two by four over the head um, is, is critical. Um, looking ahead and saying, is this good for me? Yes. Yes. Does this feel right? Does this feel aligned? You know, um, and it is a process and I wish I'm, I'm 46 and I wish that I could say that I um, listen to the whispers. I think I'm, I think I'm mostly, um, avoiding the two by fours, but it sometimes takes some serious shouting for me to, to take the step. And so it is something that is practiced and learned and it is not what we are taught. We are not um, taught to listen to the whispers. Exactly. And I think if, if we're paying attention to our life, we can learn from our life and we can learn to pay attention to the whispers. You know, at 76, I'm better at it than I was at your age, but I'm still not perfect. <laughs> there are still times where it has to be, uh, you know, where I get pushed a little bit more strongly. I don't get the two by four very often anymore, yeah. but you know, but, but it is, it, it's learning to pay attention and to evaluate, okay, not, not to hurt ourselves, 
but to say, okay, could I have, um, you know, done this differently and how in order to learn for the next time so that we do pay better attention um, and are kinder to ourselves. Um, Becky, I'm so grateful to you. This was such a powerful um, conversation, and you have so much to bring to the table. And I encourage everyone to purchase the Happiness Recipe, a powerful guide to living what matters, and to visit the website untanglehappiness.com. Simple, untangle happiness. I love it. Thank you so much, Becky, and I wish you the very best and appreciate you being on the show very much. Thank you, and, and I th- thank you for the awesome conversation. Oh, you're welcome. My pleasure. And thank you all for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to drpaulajoyce.com. Follow us on social media. Learn about my two on-demand guided meditation videos. Read my latest blog. Learn about my services, include individual or group coaching, speaking, workshops, retreats, hands-on healing, remote healing, past life regressions, reading tarot and Akashic records, mediumship, channeling your guardian angel, or schedule me for a video conference or a a speech or experiential workshop um, designed for your needs or one that's in high demand, such as overcoming abuse, discovering hope and silver linings, opening new chakras, authentic leadership, building healthy teams, communication that works, making change smooth, ultimate creative problem-solving process. Or if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Zoom or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm, the archangels, angels, and guides. The high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients achieve their goals and improve their health, relationships, and abundance. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I'm going to introduce you to Angel Josiah, who helps us to be positive and joyful. Ask for her help in addition to whoever else you pray to, to help you be positive and full of joy. Use your own words or say something like, Angel Josiah, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me experience joy in my life. You can be more specific and say something like, Angel Josiah, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me find work and other activities that bring me joy and happiness. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that she is helping you because she is. Please listen next Thursday when Tia Graham will talk about be a happy leader, stop the overwhelm, thrive personally, and achieve killer business results. May 26th when Tracy Dunblazer will join us to talk about conquer your karmic relationships. And June 2nd when Marsha Clark will discuss embracing your power, a woman's path to authentic leadership and meaningful relationships. This is Dr. Paul, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. 
Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week and a year of love, harmony, and balance. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.